0: Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club. Sit back,
1: pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Here's your host.
0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Crafting Couple. I'm Brewboy813, joined here by my lovely, amazing, wonderful, beautiful, always smiling wife, Ashley, (laughs) how are you this morning? Or this uh, this evening? Wow, (laughs) it is
1: totally morning. It's
0: (laughs) It's Sorry, I tell my customers all the time when they call call in, it'll be like, 10 o'clock in the morning, be like, good afternoon, good evening. and then nice. in the afternoon, I'm like, good morning. Yes.
1: <laughs> good evening. Good afternoon. Brewmaster fans. <laughs> yes. Now, Ashley here, um, I'm doing great, just got done for the killer workout, now I'm ready to take Relax. back all those calories
0: <laughs> Drink <laughs> with some, some beer. Drink some beer, and actually tonight, what we have for you is, uh, we're going to be talking about a couple different Belgian beers, because uh, as you guys follow me on the cast, um, in brewing the last couple of weeks, I brewed uh, my Belgian beer again, and we're just going to kind of see where my beer falls into the other category of of these styles of beer. Meaning, uh, Belgian beers, making sure am I am I too low on the weekend? Is it is it too high? Is it is it you know in the right ballpark kind of thing? And yeah. Ashley's got some, some of her own opinions about it right now. Yeah,
1: and I, I think it's super important too, especially whenever you're doing a cast like this and you have <laughs> somebody who's really into craft beer and knows way more about it just by the name, Mm -hmm. whereas someone like me, who I I know enough about craft beer, you know, what styles, but I can't tell you the taste of a Belgium on my tongue. Like, I I can't really, and I think this is going to be really good for me, because as Ryan said, I do have some opinions about this beer, and (laughs) maybe they'll all get squashed because... It could be better than these three Belgians that we have. Had a, so, I had mean, a
0: friend, too, that had an opinion about the beer, but we're not going to share that right now.
1: Gross. <laughs> that is all I will say is <laughs> effing nasty.
0: He didn't know what he was talking about either. He just, uh, you know, not, I shouldn't say either. He just didn't know what he was talking about. But um, Let's actually go ahead and start off by cracking open what I have first. Just on the low end of things, nothing high in alcohol, which most, most Belgian beers are, is the Namaste White Belgian Wit Beer. Ashley, if you...
1: Yeah. The, uh, yep. Um, so we travels. have the uh, the Namaste by Fishhead. and it's it's a Whitbeer beer yeah. made. I just hit
0: myself in the face. <laughs> Did that
1: really just happen? It just
0: hit me right here in the nose.
1: Square in the middle Squ- of your face. Right,
0: right, right in between the eye and the nose. Yeah.
1: Wow. Legit. Wow Well, so Ryan, obviously I've this, never opened a beer it before It says a wit beer bursting with good karma um, Well, that good karma yeah, just fuck. smacked Ryan in the face Well,
0: I got my bad karma paid off for real.
1: Um, it's made with dried organic <laughs> orange slices Fresh cut lemongrass and a bit of coriander This Belgian style white beer is a great thirst quencher, And it only comes in right around 4.8 um, ABV So it is like a nice starter mm-hmm. And you know what? I haven't had beer in like a while Well, it's
0: uh, Sunday, I think
1: Yeah, Sunday <laughs> I don't drink a lot. I drink here and there. It's
0: neither here nor there. Yeah. But um, so this is Dogfish Head. We're actually gonna talk about Dogfish Head.
1: Yes, we are.
0: A little while down the down the road here. For but Let's sure. go ahead and take a. See, I, th-
1: I think mine smells similar to this. <sighs> maybe this, maybe this one's like got
0: that. coriander in it, but as It's yummy. See, okay, I can already tell you where where mine falls into play, and I feel once you have cause we'll. We'll do another Belgian beer, and then are we'll they, have are,
1: mine. Are they going heavier, <clears throat> like alcohol wise?
0: For what? Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're starting mine, the and this then we'll the go. This is the lowest. Okay, cool. Then we have an eighter and a 9er. Perfect. I don't really know where mine falls in yet. So.
1: Well, I don't know until I at least try another. But beer.
0: I, I feel like, I feel like we're on the path. That is further good. ado.
1: Uh,
0: there was an article that dropped this week. Actually, is big news that dropped this week. And anybody that's a craft beer fan, following the industry, we've talked about it before. Other Large, giant, like, giants like uh, AB InBev buying up craft beer uh, breweries, uh, yes. making it harder and harder to uh, get the, the better supplies to all the little guys out there trying to make a name for themselves. So, the Brewers Association this week started a crowdfunding campaign to basically get people to, to, to crowdsource $213 billion dollars to buy ABM Bev, uh, flipping the script on the global co- or companies that has purchased 10 small breweries in the last six years yeah I think at first when I saw this, I was like, oh no like this is big time this is this is where it all ends this is where the, this is the beginning of the end for the big guy and you know this is what it's come to they've pushed the little guy so far and you know I really had like that yeah let's get him kind of mentality And then as the, the story starts to unfold, it really turns out that th- this has the right direction, but it's really just a conversation starter in and, and, and many ways um, to, to get people talking about. Because you can actually go to... What's the website? Uh,
1: here? Take Beer Back, I think, when I'm mistaken. It? It's TakeCraftBack.com.
0: TakeCraftBack.com. And it dot says, com.
1: so um, at TakeCraftBack.com, you can make a pledge toward the crowdfunding campaign. The campaign will only collect your money if... Parentheses, miraculously, and against every possible odd, and parentheses, it hits its two hundred thirteen billion goal. And this says the chances are obviously nearly impossible, but your odds of winning Powerball are much higher. But once you, if you do pledge, you'll get some really cool merch. And again, they're only gonna, they'll only go through with your pledge if. It goes through, but as Ryan said, if
0: they reach two hundred thirteen billion dollars, billion,
1: 213 billion.
0: So don't go, don't go putting, you know. Oh, I, I want to pledge twenty million yeah, just dollars just for shits and
1: giggles because you know I've got it. Know, and
0: we want to keep a legit market here, but yeah. we don't want anybody to go broke if they're just a regular home brewer at home and don't. Even, you know, if you got twenty million dollars, go invest into your own brewery and have fun.
1: <laughs> I think I think it's really cool too because um, you can go to takecraftback.com. And, you know, read more about it on there. They have a great video. But also it says with the hashtag, Take Craft Back, um, he's, they think it's going to be really fun, a really fun thing to watch, you know, online. Um, but I really just love what it says, the bottom line of this whole entire thing. Yeah. It says, the more of the market big beer controls, the more of a threat it is to America's small brewers and your freedom of choice as a beer lover. And I think that's huge. So whether it never goes into fruition for the big amount of money... It's as 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 you said. It, it might. It's just going to get people thinking. It's going to get them, yeah. you know, wondering like, "Oh crap!" Like, they really are buying up all these.
0: Well, it's a, it's know, a conversation it's, starter. Yeah, really, it's, it's like, and, and it gets people to pay attention to what big corporations like ABM are doing, which uh, are not even an American based company. Yeah. So, um, and and not to draw the lines there, but. It's a conversation starter. It gets people talking about, it, researching about it, and maybe, just maybe, the goal is to like actually show AB yeah. Bev, and all the major uh, distribution companies and, and and beer companies out there that you know craft beer is not going to go away quietly, and they know that too, which is exactly why they're buying up these little yeah. breweries. So we've uh, got to get the 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 conversation started and and continue talking about this and. Uh, Who better than our fearless leader, Donnie, he actually uh, had an interview this evening, uh, the night of this podcast, which is, was it Thursday?
1: Thursday, uh, October 19th. Yep.
0: He had an interview with uh, the Brewers Association, the same people that make that little logo that lets you know, hey, you are drinking craft beer, independently owned craft beer. Um, He had a conversation with them for about 30 minutes. He said it was fantastic, and I know it's going to be posted at least some point uh, you know, in the next couple of days, so definitely pay attention and 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 look for that because he got some really good insight, really good knowledge from the the Brewers Association themselves, and it's a great friend to have, you know, back in or uh, you know to interview for the podcast. And yeah, like
1: and, and and I think as you'll find out once we listen to Donnie's you know interview is you know the brewers association is very clear about the real dangers of beer consolidation including narrowing access to raw ingredients and a heavy influence on dis- on distribution which squeeze beer from your small local brewers off store shelves and off draft lines yeah. and i think it's going to be really cool well, so tell, me, to tell listen me how me
0: uh, tell me how craft life will survive if they can't get the best ingredients right. to brew yeah. the best beer that they can. For brew. sure, if you somebody know? else
1: is already if, if it's them all up.
0: being hogged up and yeah. And, no, I got t- now now ABMB has like fifteen yes. other avenues, twenty other avenues. Well, so, it'd be so, different so, if
1: they're buying up like really tiny craft breweries. They're uh, buying some pretty big, uh, bigger, bigger. Yeah. You know what more I mean? Well yeah, yeah. So that's you know more resources to be used. Yeah. You know.
0: So guys, go out there, make your. Real but fake pledges.
1: Yes, and even if it's just <laughs> 20 bucks, you know, you go to um, takecraftback.com. Don't forget, whenever you're online, use Ooh. the hashtag takecraftback. And you
0: get some really cool stuff, too. Yeah, so I said, just the merch? for pledging. The Heck merch. Yeah,
1: I'll totally go pledge 100 bucks. I think we to... should do
0: that before, before, the, before we go to bed. Let's just sure. get, some, get some pledges out there and Let's go get make some a merch. Pledge. I'm down. All right, cool. sounds good. Uh, so, moving on, we're going to crack open this next beer here. Uh, should we go one or two? One or two? One Did or two? Did you fart?
1: What? What?
0: What is wrong with your nose?
1: I don't know. <laughs> something is so jacked with my nose. <laughs> I
0: right think now. I think something's dead inside there. No. we were outside <laughs> earlier trying to <laughs> clean the garage out, and she's like, "I think something's dead in the garage." I'm like, "No, there's nothing dead in the garage." She's like, "Did you fart?" I'm like, "No." And now I again, don't
1: know. I guess my nose is all. Something up.
0: is. It, it's. <laughs> Man. Gross. Hashtag you did work messy. out. <laughs> I don't stink. Hashtag, I don't stink at 10 minutes and 40 seconds. Hashtag,
1: <laughs> I never have B.O., praise the Lord.
0: No, you do not. And I, I don't. Yes. No, you're fantastic. Heck yeah. All right. Let's go with this one here. Oh, I don't know which is the better of the two, to be honest with you. Uh, we'll go laugh. La fin du monde. I always say that really badly. La fin uh, du monde. Oh my god, excuse oh me. Oh my god, maybe it is you who. Oh my <laughs> you're gosh. smelling your belly. <laughs>
1: what the. <laughs> you're smelling your belly. So
0: go ahead and, and finish that up whilst I yeah, talk about the La and fin du monde. Yeah, don't
1: open it up with a fork <clears> because you know it's going to come back and bite no, you. No, this in one's
0: the got tin foil around it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So one of the, the, the best Belgiums you'll ever have. Uh, developed through 18 months of research on a unique strain of yeast originating from Europe and it's brewed in honor of the intrepid European explorers who believed that they had reached the end of the world. Uh, When they discovered North America, the New World, the triple style golden ale recreates the style of beer originally developed in the Middle Ages by the Trappist monks for special occasions And as such, it was the first of its kind to be brewed in North America. I did not steal this. This is on Beer Advocate, so I'm just uh, (laughs) going ahead and and reading this off to you. Comes in at 9%.
1: Wow, much bigger than the last Uh, one. This
0: is a big jump. Yeah, we're doubling up here. And uh, so we're going to see here. Wow,
1: for fuck's sake, Ryan. Okay, you guys, part of my mouth. But my... (laughs) So <laughs> great, husband is oh. using the end of a fork. <laughs> Who the Ow. fork uses an end of a fork to open a beer when this we have guy. three perfectly good oh my God. beer openers? I got bottle caps on either side of the room. Oh my that gosh. one shot
0: straight up. I yeah. cannot wait to hear what that sounded like. It
1: almost clocked you in the face twice in one night. That would have been crazy. <laughs> please grab a thing for the next one okay I don't feel safe with folks you at home
0: this. listening in your car she's severely concerned no
1: listen to your damn wife she knows best
0: alright so this one's gonna obviously be much stronger and I already uh, washed out oh you can sorry. drink
1: that I already yeah I already washed out I you washed out cool and swallowed <clears throat>
0: <laughs> I hope nobody wrecked their car trying to get that visual <laughs> uh, Alright, lo- ooh, a lot more cloudier than the Namaste, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. So if you smell that, hold on. Alright, so let's go ahead and dig into this drink.
1: See, this smells kind of sour.
0: Oh, that's good. That's delicious.
1: Yeah, Can I read the write-up on the...
0: So that was the write-up.
1: Yeah, I, I want to reread it in my...
0: <laughs> Made in Quebec, Canada. Uh, Quebec? <clears throat> Quebec?
1: I thought it was just Quebec. called Quebec. Quebec. Quebec, Quebec. Quebec. Lafin Fin du Monde.
0: Okay, I'm not really sure where we were. Sorry for that, folks. We had a uh, baby that came downstairs and <laughs> just wanted to give us some hugs, which we love, but not during the podcast. No. no. <laughs> so the La Fin du Monde is very strong. It's 9%. Um, you can definitely taste a lot of... So beer.
1: we went from a single to a triple.
0: Yeah, we jumped up pretty big. Yeah, it's so, good. It's very good. It's very powerful. Smells okay. And it's got a lot of citrus connotation to it.
1: I like this.
0: Because it's very refreshing, but also very potent. It's not quite a sour. Oh, it's I mean it's it's very it could be reminiscent of a sour with the citrus, I think, in in, in this, but it's so good.
1: So yum yum.
0: It is. It's very yum yum.
1: It's nine percent. You know what I love about podcasts? What's that? That you're going through beer so quickly like by the time you're done it's
0: like a drinking game
1: it's fantastic <laughs> yeah.
0: everybody at home you should start a podcast
1: you should or follow to, along with us
0: just to get a six pack yeah oh yeah
1: just get four oh, beers I'd love
0: to do a live podcast right and get, do that. that's a
1: great idea that'd be so much fun that'd be
0: amazing all right so i think before we go on to the next story now's a good time to also which you don't have to finish that real quickly uh now's a good time to bring out
1: Yours? Mine. Okay. Just
0: to see where we're at. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Sure, I'll just pound real quickly 9ABV into my belly.
0: Careful. Just like the unholy. Wow. (laughs) Now, I I don't think this one, though intended to be higher, I don't think it came out quite as high in the alcohol content. But I think based on the two that we've had, the flavor is there at least hold up
1: okay color wise yes I would say color wise it's lovely
0: it's the same it's the same my color for my beer is the same as the Le Fin <clears throat> you legit can't tell the difference color wise color wise right even well head wise look head wise same thing so that's mine A little citrus even though there's none in there It's really... I'm going to take a sip of this. I know we're talking very quietly. We're trying to figure out where mine is, where mine isn't. And what I will say, because you can taste... So if you taste this now, you can taste the Belgian yeast that they used in it. You can pick up the scent of it. What I didn't do in this is get enough sugar for the yeast to ferment. Yeah. That's what the difference is. I should kick this up a little bit more. Tim told me to use the Belgian brewer's uh, sugar. It was just like a rock candy sugar.
1: Right, right. Yes, get brown that. stuff. So I had us. to
0: use... Yeah, he showed us. I mean, I yeah, ate it. Yeah, you
1: guys tried it. Yeah. It
0: was uh, rock candy, you know. But um, I couldn't get that at, at my local brewery st- supply store. N- n- nothing against them. They just didn't have it in. But I feel like if I would have used that, it would have kicked it up another notch. I used uh, two pounds of regular Domino sugar. Didn't dry out a lot. Probably could have used maybe three.
1: Yeah, so then I guess you're correct. On the scale of a Belgium...
0: It's a Belgium. It's,
1: it is a Belgium.
0: Is it... Does it have a yeasty connotation? Probably because there wasn't enough sugar, but it's not a terrible yeah. beer to drink. No,
1: no, no, it's not. Now it's that you've not. had two yes. other Belgians, now, it's yes, really not it a terrible it's, beer. And I think now is the time, especially since you've made a Belgium a few times, now is the time to start you know, experimenting more when it comes to those those flavors. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to, to get extreme.
0: Well... <laughs> Alright, we can get extreme and I think you we how. should get
1: extreme, sure Tell so, me love, tell me
0: Great segue queen over here uh, <laughs> Project Extreme Brewing Brought to you by Dogfish Head So Sam, along with the brothers, uh, The Alstrom brothers of Beer Advocate got together, they wrote a book There's a couple of videos on dogfishhead.com And it's all about The method of extreme brewing Pushing what?
1: So what is extreme brewing?
0: So it's pushing the limits of beer. It's taking your already amazing craft beer industry and it's making even better uh, tongue bursting with flavor style beers. We're talking, it's just like they're, uh, uh, okay, so they have the 60 minute, the 90 minute, the 120, right? Right, the IPAs those all push the limits for flavors of hops especially the 120 which pushes the flavors with alcohol and hops it's just a yeah that 120 drink. pushes
1: everything with But when then it comes you
0: have beer. you have their uh, Sequinch. Love fantastic beer lime pepper cracked sea salt all that good stuff then you have their Lua Lupao their their coconut IPA you can even pour the two in the same glass you can get a lime and coconut IPA saison recession however you want to look at it. Pushing the limits of craft beer. And um, so what they've done is they've developed a book, which I have pre-ordered, so I'm very excited. You can actually go to dogfishhead.com. Uh, excuse me. Make sure I say that. Yeah, dogfishhead.com. You can look through. You can also order the book there. And it even comes with a signature from Sam, which is amazing. Uh, he does oh, it great- does? Great- you great- get
1: you, you get an autographed book? I, I'm pretty sure I do. That's fantastic, though.
0: So um, but it, it pushes the limits of the book or, you know, reading the book pushes the limits. There's over 40 recipes that you can try. Yes. And it's going to talk about the passion of craft beer and also why they wrote the book and what they're hoping to, to get craft beer brewers out there to do. And I don't know what that is yet because I haven't read the book. It comes out November 14th. Okay. Um, but they've collaborated with... Uh, I think like 30 or 40 other breweries. I've got a list here. I'll just run through a couple. Seventh Sun Brewing, which is, uh, if I'm not mistaken. In
1: Dunedin?
0: I'm pretty sure. That's the one. Yeah. So. Uh, In the book? The, yeah. Yeah. So they, they've got a list here Seventh Sun Brewing, Against the Grain Brewery. Uh, we've got Barreled Souls, Cambridge, Carton Brewing, Due South. Uh, let's see if... Uh, Funky Buddha. How can you not collaborate with Funky Buddha? Oh, for sure. They oh, push limits cool. on everything. So I
1: wonder what they collabed with. Like, <laughs> are these just...
0: Well, that's what the recipes are for in the book. Oh, okay, cool. And so... This will be cool. I'm, I'm I'm super stoked. I saw this the other night. Dogfish had a release on their Facebook page. I clicked it, went to the website, watched a couple of, uh, of the movies they have on there. Right now, they got about five. I know there's more to come. You can... You know, the one thing I like about Sam is... You can tell that his passion, though he's been brewing for years, his passion is still there. It's there like it is for Tim over at Craft Life. It's there like it is for Ricky over at the Wild Rover. It's 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 just there. Right. His passion is there, and so I felt like if I buy this book, I I already have the passion, but I but like I feel like I'm more connected to them and 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 more connected to the beer and learning you know more about the process. So. Um, Great segue, by the way. Anyway, as I was saying,
1: when it comes to your Belgium, I think now is the time to go extreme. Well, Which, at the studio, our hashtag is hashtag go extreme at the cycling studio. There you because go. Because I work at Cycle Extreme. That's true. In Westchase, representing.
0: <laughs> I, I will say, um, I forgot to mention Chris from 610, because I asked you a couple yes. weeks ago. Uh, they have one, it's a, it's a, yeah. a Belgian beer, and um, it's the Babel. a Babel. Babel. The Babel. So they have a single Belgium, and then I think the Babel is... The Babel is a Belgium? I'm pretty sure it's a Belgium.
1: You're very... If, not, f- if
0: it's not, don't, don't quote me. If it's not a Belgium, that's okay. But he's got like all these different herbs and spices. There's rosemary and, yeah, and everything strange. in it. Yeah, it's
1: very strange. Not in a bad way. But it's extreme. It's extreme. It's because legit Because it's not extreme. something that yeah.
0: you're going to get all the time at your local bar. You know, you're, you got to go to the brewery to get this beer. And that's what keeps people coming. So if you're a craft brew, beer brewer out there and you're going to have a beer, uh, a brewery one day, you want something that's going to keep people coming back to your brewery. And that beer right there, I, I know I can only get that particular beer at that brewery. And I think that that's the whole part of going extreme is because you want, as John said, our good friends, uh, John and Bridget. Yeah. John said, okay, this is good. But what's going to keep you getting people to come back? Where can I go and get this one specific beer? And that's where I know, like, 610 has the babble. I love it. It's full flavored. It's just different herbs and spices all blended together. Uh, They got a really good pumpkin. But that's where I also know Tim has the pumpkin ale that will blow everybody's socks off. So, I don't know. I thought thought this was really neat and very organic, very well put together. And I can't wait to read the book. Uh, You know... Project Extreme Brewing So
1: I can't wait To have you read the book
0: Want to read it together? Maybe We could do that It's your new Little couch cushion Thingy Yeah Whenever you get that
1: You know what you really Wanted to say
0: <laughs>
1: We can couch cushion it
0: Couch cushion Reading together I'm a pin pusher Couch cushion. I don't know what that means But
1: Pin pusher Who's got the keys To my cushion? That's <laughs> 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 Na 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 Oh
0: Nope. Oh, I don't know what that was. All right. Know. Oh, wait, so y'all. I should probably finish that in a little bit. But yes. I think I'm on the right track.
1: I no, really do. I, I think so. But I, I, I'm really being legit whenever I say that. And I think this is probably where my services as your wife would come in handy because I am more of the cooker and the, the flavor profiling mm-hmm. helper. I think I could help you make that Belgian bomb.
0: I would love that.
1: Legit. I would love that. For real, for real. As our friend Katie said, Ashley, whenever you're tipsy or drunk, I don't think you know how many times you say for real, for real. She came and saw me at work. She was like, for real, for real. Do you know how many times you say that? <laughs> Katie, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, for real, for real. It's a struggle.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. So moving on to one of our last beers. We still have the surprise beer in the hole here. I'm going to try this. Idea. No,
1: no. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. letting it... No, baby. because I'm going to get hurt.
0: No, you're not. Oh I promise. I got wow. it. <laughs> this one was very anticlimactic.
1: Oh, no, because that head is... You want to get it? Out. You want to get that nope.
0: head, baby? <laughs> you are sucking the foam right out of that bottle. <laughs> There's more. So, then
1: maybe it I don't... It just
0: keeps coming back.
1: Okay, it's so like then maybe I find back. out what I don't like about Belgiums. What's that? They just have a metallic aftertaste to me. Mmm. And... You know me and tastes and smells. It's just something I, I really don't want to have to do this again if I don't have
0: to. <laughs> You're just—that's just the foam. You're not actually drinking. I mean, foam is beer. Don't waste the foam. But
1: the secret order is super. Okay. I am
0: super happy to have enjoyed. It's still
1: coming back. Stupid hoe. <laughs> it's like the drip that never ends. It's the drip that never. <laughs> But look how it's coming out. It's a very this is
0: <laughs> This is a very This
1: is just like oh
0: I cannot wait to try this. Ooh, it's much darker.
1: Wow! Are are, are they supposed to be that dark? Don't know. <sighs> oh my gosh, excuse me, podcast friends. I
0: don't drink <laughs> often and That was from just the tip. <laughs> You're
1: terrible. Of course it was.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Wow, This is much darker, more rich. Is it public. a Belgium? Yeah, this is the St. Bernard. This is an Abbey ale. This is a Belgium. So, story on this one, guys. Let me see if I can get this up and going. St. Bernard's Prior Eight is a traditional Abbey ale brewed in the it's classic... An
1: Abbey ale.
0: Brewed in the classic uh, double style of Belgium's best Abbey ales. It's a ruby to purple color, smooth, creamy richness of texture that is almost oily and malt fruit complexity reminiscent of coconut. It finds the perfect balance between sweet, bitter, and malty tastes. Uh, one of the original recipes from the days of licensed brewing for the Trappist monks of Westerlettern.
1: So it's West, not a Belgian.
0: West. I can't say that. West Vlettern. Wherever that's at. Google that.
1: <laughs> so it's a not a Belgium.
0: No, it is. No. It's, it's definitely a Belgium. Mm. Look, it says product of Belgium on the bottle.
1: Well, I mean...
0: An Abbey Hill is a Belgium.
1: It's the style is an Abbey Trappist double. Monk.
0: Anything that relates to a Trappist Monk is... Now, it's one thing... So, I've only ever had the St. is 12. And... You've never had
1: this one before?
0: I've never had this one before... This one is so delectable, but the the Saint Bernard's Twelve I was I've, I've always compared to like the wine of beers. This one is definitely.
1: I'm confused. Hmm. It's the priory is a traditional abbey ale brewed in the classic quote unquote double right. style of Belgium, but style of Belgium's best abbey ales. So it's an abbey ale, As but the style the style an Belgian abbey triple, double,
0: but it's not red. It's clear, right. It's well, murky. they're not
1: supposed to be red. <sighs> Correct. But
0: but this is like a an Abbey Ale style, Belgium, meaning using uh, Belgis, or Belgium yeast.
1: I guess. Just like
0: oh my god, I'm rambling at this point. Like yeah, I think we've drank a lot of beer.
1: Fear, fail, no. What's our next segment? I'm gonna say. <laughs> our next segment been... is
0: Donny throws in the towel and stops editing this tape.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> we're only thirty minutes in.
0: No, I know. We're almost done. We have one beer left and one article left. Well
1: then Donnie can cut cut paste whatever he wants to do.
0: (laughs) Cut cut paste. Cut cut paste. Sounds like a song. I thought that cut cut paste. (laughs) I said it cut cut paste.
1: (laughs) What the hell? Was
0: that song mask off? I don't know. (laughs) I said it's a bit. Cut, cut, paste. I like it. You're I dark. like it. I can totally do it. Somebody do a song out there with cut, cut, paste. Use my clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is a... Uh, I know it's only 8%, but this is a do you over. Okay. Let's get into the last article here. <laughs> 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 huh?
1: That face.
0: We got one more beer. It's a surprise <laughs> beer. It's going to be so good.
1: It's going to be... I'm supposed to go for a run in the morning. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So, news out of Birmingham. Bama. The Dow Beer Exchange, a beer stock market concept, opens up in Birmingham. This is incredible. I think it's awesome. I think it's fun, too.
1: It is fun. I think it's going to be a really cool atmosphere.
0: Yeah, because if nothing's going on on the TV... People are still there drinking, and it's and this is why.
1: Imagine, like, some bidding. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd
0: be awesome. Like, so some side bets about the... Okay, so this is how it works. The Dow Beer Exchange, it's an extension of Dicko Dow's, is up and trading in Birmingham. And I'm going to go ahead and just kind of lightly read over this story. The beer exchange concept means the price of 40 craft beers it will have on tap will fluctuate every 15 minutes... Based on demand. And by the way, if you want to look at it, this is in the metrotimes.com table and bar section, archives 2017, 10, 18, blah, blah, blah. Um, the more customers drink of a certain beer, the more the prices increase, as that's how the law of supply and demand works, right? Conversely, the cost for beers of which consumers are, are not drinking as much will drop. So the owner, his name is Mitch Black, tells MT, uh, Metro Times, that the price will generally only fluctuate a quarter or two, but the market will crash occasionally, leaving all beers 25 cents over cost. So eventually you get this probably really decently priced beer because at-cost beers are pretty inexpensive, let's be honest. if you want to go there, the opening bell rings at 5 p.m. on weekdays and noon on weekends. So basically what you're doing is if you're drinking the same beer as me and the next person, the next person, the next person, the cost of that beer the next round every 15 minutes is going to go up. So you go down the list and another beer becomes less expensive. Like automatically becomes less expensive and the beer that we were just drinking is now more expensive. So that probably, unless you really, really want it, indicates... Your next beer choice, so you're going to be forced to go to the next beer subconsciously. I think, based on the cost of the beer, I think that's incredible. I think I, it's amazing how, how how it works.
1: I think it's worth a road trip
0: to Birmingham, Alabama. Should have gone there then. Uh... <laughs> well, no, because it just got up and running. But, yeah, yeah, but
1: that's really cool. I, I think it'd be really cool, like if they got really, really, really busy and like prices truly fluxed. I'm talking like in dollar price. Like I think <clears> that <throat> would be super fun. Yeah. Cause it is fun because like I you said you could be drinking a beer and then all of a sudden like it goes up two bucks and you're like mm, do I really want to pay twelve dollars for that Funky Buddha um
0: Last Snow the Last Snow which we did just pay nine dollars for so fine. then you're
1: like well maybe I'll just go down you know to a little cheaper one without like you expand your taste expand your trials of yeah. your craft beer you know journey. I think it's cool.
0: I think that's I think that's the name of the game, and then it's getting people. So you and I, we we go to a craft beer brewery. Yes. And we're like, give me a flight. We get the four ounce samplers. We try everything. We do it the smart way because you know sometimes we're driving. We want to you know try uh, yeah. the beer, but we don't want to get
1: not being retards, hammered. yeah.
0: Doing this, you know, when you're out for a night on the town or something like that, you really get a chance to experience a lot more different flavors and styles, wow. like. Uh, whatever you want because the, the, the price of the other beers are less expensive. And I'm a consumer that looks for price and good beer. At the yeah, same time. and
1: value. Yeah, it's cool. So It's super cool.
0: I think it's super cool too. They've got a lot of things too. This is uh really neat because their, their selection of beer is based on a lot of hard-to-find, limited-run beers uh, that they call liquid assets like uh, Founders, Kona's Big Wave, Golden Ale, Refugees, Orange or blood orange wit, the parent Black Lager, Elysium Space Dust, which I don't know if that's hard to find or not. I've had it a few times. It's it's okay, it's pretty good. Uh, shorts Slum Lord, Pigeon Hill, and Oatmeal uh, Pigeon Hills Oatmeal Cream Pie. So um, make your way out to Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, try out the Dow Beard Exchange. I think it's going to be a pretty neat concept. I hope it takes off in the positive direction. Agreed. And if there's ever a market crash, I want to be there.
1: Amen. <laughs> because
0: I know Louse man, he too, would want to be there with me because I'd probably be having to sell-off beer left, right, and center for real cheap. So, <laughs> all right. Do we have one more beer in us?
1: <laughs> I'm so pumped for this beer. All right. What are we having? So, right now, we are going to be drinking the Pumpkin Spice Latte Nitro.
0: Oh, my God. Charged oh. pumpkin
1: coffee stout from Breckenridge Brewery. It is 5.5. Um, it's available in fall. And it's a stout made with roasted malts and deeply roasted cold-pressed coffee beans. Vanilla, cinnamon, and cloves delicately complement the taste of rich pumpkin. And I'm a huge cold-pressed coffee fan. So the fact to have it in beer is great. Now, and I love nitro. Love So there's nitro. no
0: nitro ball. No. I will say this.
1: Oh, there's no nitro ball.
0: There's no nitro ball.
1: But look at the head.
0: The head is very much a nitro head. Yes. So it's going to be smooth, it's going to be rich, it's going to be creamy. Be and I, I know Breckenridge does a great job. But here's oh. the only thing that I'm going to say about this. And we learned this because we went to Stilt House that day.
1: Yes, we did. Oh my gosh, we had a cucumber vanilla. It was like a cream soda. Literally cream soda.
0: It was so good. It was bomb. And we, took, we, we on got the growler.
1: Perfect. But it was Smooth. on nitro. It was on nitro, yes.
0: And we filled it up. They filled the growler. They put the pop top on. We waited like home. three
1: hours, four hours. So we got home. Come
0: home. Yep. Popped the top, poured it in.
1: Flat as F.
0: Do, Do not. Brain. Don't. Ever take a growler home. That is on nitro at the bar or brewery. Yep. The reason why is nitro escapes faster and more easily than CO2.
1: Way faster.
0: So the fact that this was poured on nitro and canned, I love it. And I'm not saying that this is flat by any means. But Guinness Nitro IPA has the ball inside that when you bust it open, you get that and then you get a fresh nitro it's good to go fresh every time fresh smooth everything so i saw this just now and i was like oh there's no ball in here like i knew it immediately i was like i was picking up on that well it's still fresh it's still yeah, probably it, it, really it's good a
1: pumpkin coffee stout
0: and so i'm not saying anything negative about it they probably pumped a little bit more into it but nitro can be very difficult to, well, as of to, right
1: now, it's looking really nice. I
0: know, and I can't you wait see, to see. Look, look at the sides. So that just brought me to that conclusion yes. that maybe this won't be as nitro as as like an, as like the Guinness Nitro IPA. Mm.
1: Ooh. I, wanna,
0: I get the coffee, and I get the the uh, the pumpkin pumpkin pie as well. Hmm.
1: I like it. And I guess this is my thoughts on nitro. We're talking about nitros. We're on the topic. Smoother. Yeah, they're smoother, but I like bubbles. (laughs) I like lots of bubbles.
0: Lots of bubbles. I do. No, I I agree with you.
1: And that's why I think I was talking about whenever it's fresh from tap. Obviously, way more carbonated and...
0: I feel like nitro gives you more of a catch ale very, feel. Yeah,
1: I think nitro is super deceiving. Like, if you ask it me, it is. I think it's, it's, it's
0: very super deceiving. It's it's smoother. So for those out there that don't like carbonation, and this is this is honest feedback. This is uh, it's the nitro series pumpkin spice latte by Breckenridge Brewery, and they it's it's a very full flavored beer. I just I would probably prefer this. With a regular CO2. As, yeah,
1: me too. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. 100%. Uh,
0: there, I got my beer burp in there.
1: Yeah. One compared to my five. Fail. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I'm kind of disappointed.
1: I'm just not... Yeah, I really like bubbles. And I feel like nitros are just so flat, all so, of them.
0: So nitro gives you the foam that you're looking for, but it doesn't give you that. Yeah, but I don't want that.
1: foam. I want bubbles. It's
0: perfect for a Guinness, because Guinness is always normally, normally nitro. But this just doesn't hit it.
1: Well, so then I guess we'll leave you guys with this to sit on for the next week. What are your thoughts on nitro? Have you bought other nitros from a can that's not Guinness? Yeah. Have you...
0: Or, or gone to a brewery. Yeah,
1: have you gone to a brewery and? Tried a nitro of sorts, and I don't know, I, I just feel like, taste-wise, it's great. But for me, texture-wise, I feel like it totally falls short. Well, and, and it could
0: be because this doesn't have a nitro ball. I mean, there's there's nothing in here. There's, there's no nitro packet. Oh, wait. There is something. There's uh, there's nothing.
1: <laughs> it was just foam, friends.
0: There's something, but there's nothing. There, it's just not loose. Hold on. I want to cut this. Right now? Should we?
1: I mean, you go right ahead. Why not? Okay, Brian is gonna go cut into this can and we will see what happens. Wow. Please don't stab yourself. Oh my, god. oh my god. i have a heart
0: attack. Oh. Okay. So there is a nitro kind of pack down at the bottom of the can. Okay. So there is something in here that it's just, it missed. It missed. The green end all that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. It All missed. of that for that.
0: Yeah. It's okay. Thanks for listening. actually i do have uh... such
1: an abrupt ending babe my gosh
0: no 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 i got i got one or two more things to say um november 4th if you're in tampa or the surrounding areas wiki wachi uh Dade city anywhere if you're around make your way out to marker 48 you'll actually get to meet me uh because i'm actually going to be pouring with tim from craft life and i'm going to be bringing out my wildfire ipa for the kidney fest Think entries like twenty five or thirty bucks. It goes to a great cause. Um, it's a it's a it's a money raising for a kidney recovery foundation, and uh, it's just going to be a fantastic time, um, and and for a good cause. And then November eighteenth, if you're if you're in the Safety Harbor area, Crooked Thumb is having a brewery of, or a brewers event, home brewers event that I'm entered into. And uh gonna enter in the wildfire IPA, everybody's gonna get a chance to try it out. I'm gonna have about 24, 12, uh 24 22 ounce bombers and uh of the wildfire IPA. Hopefully it does well. If not, hey, I know it's a good beer. I think other people know it's a good beer. And uh and you know, you it's know be a what good time. that
1: beer is, honey? You. It's an extreme Oh. It's an extreme beer. It like is. you got to think, it's obviously not for everyone, but craft brewers and craft beer lovers, I think, appreciate and know what kind of a beer it is. Like I think you're right. You know what I mean? Like I can do little, sh- whatever the little tall the tasters. Mm-hmm. I can do tasters of different beers all day long because I appreciate them. But like this will be a, this is a good thing. It's yeah. just that that's an extreme beer. I it's, agree. The way you brew it is super extreme. It's just what it is. So.
0: And I have fun doing it because it's for you.
1: Wow. And we're going to end on that lovely, sappy, sappy, sexy line.
0: Love your life. Love your wife.
1: Darling, where can they find you on? Love. Again, where, where, where can they find you on the you platforms?
0: Twitter and Instagram at broodboy813. And you can find me at uh, marker48 on November 4th. Where can they find me?
1: And you guys can find me at Ashley Margit, A S H L E Y M A R G I T, over on Instagram. That is where I post everything, not on Facebook. Um, so yeah, hit me up on there.
0: And the good people always say hashtag just the tip. Cheers.
1: You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters
0: Club. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content.
1: Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at
0: www.brewmasters.club. Cheers!